I'm glad to I'm 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 vindicated to be right about Daniel Sprong, which is that he just like didn't quite jive on the yeah, cast. and also wasn't like the they put him on the power play in Seattle, and he immediately scored a power play goal. Yeah, I mean it's just there's not a lot of. There's not a lot of room for him on the Capitals, unfortunately. No. I, I, I wish I, him the I'm, best. I'm worried about um, the other, the um, Connor, not McDavid. Uh, so here's speaking of, I was literally just thinking about this things that I've been right about about the Capitals. Yeah, which means somebody needs to make me GM yesterday. Um, Amanda and I are going to be GM of the Flames, and then we'll hook yeah, you up. Yeah, it's okay. I can be GM yeah. of the Caps. It'll be great. Um, uh. Shit, I lost my train of thought. What was it that I was? I was talking about Connor, not McDavid. Oh yeah. Uh. Um. No, he just needs to play center. They've been playing him on the wing like yeah. all season, and like that's just not his natural position. No. And even in the post game, Alan May was like, "Yeah, they need to play uh, Connor McMichael at center. Like he's a natural centerman." Da 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 da. And I'm like, "You took the words right out of my mouth, Alan." But maybe not anymore after the trade deadline. Oh. Yeah, they might not be. This is our post-trade deadline pod breakdown. Trade devastation pod. Oof. It wasn't... It could have been worse. I wasn't nearly as emotionally devastated as I thought I was going to be. Same. Except yeah. I'm still mad that we don't have a goalie. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. do have a couple, even. Well, but... we have a few goalies, but they're... Yeah. They. You know what I mean. Allowed nine goals combined last night, so they weren't very good. <laughs> there was only one goalie on the market anyway, let's be real. Yeah. I'm Mac. I'm from the South. I'm a little hungover. We're having a party last night. Finally burned the Christmas tree. It's March. Not like that. we had the Christmas tree up. It was just in the backyard, but we finally like burned it last night. So. I mean, late March is the perfect time for it, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Welcome spring. Hey, I'm Iris. I am not hungover. I did have a nice little family party earlier today where I had cake and hung out with my baby niece. So I'm doing good today. Uh, I'm Puff. Uh, I'm here. Mood. And that's what we're doing today. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't got anything else to say. You're here. And that's I'm the here. most important part. We're celebrating <laughs> that you're here. Yeah, exactly. It's worthy of a celebration, actually. Oh, thank you. I'm being super nice to Puff, even more so than usual. I know it's weird. That's a great. <laughs> it's easy to be nice to people. You don't know what you got till it's gone, as oh, they say. Mac and I had a horror vision of what our podcast would be without Puff, and it's just. Oh. <laughs> I was I was making a joke about transitioning to talking about uh, Boomerang. Ooh, Daddy. Oh, you don't know Daddy what you boomerang. got till it's gone. You don't know what you got till it's gone, and then, and then celebrating when it gets back. You know, gets a standing ovation. Until <laughs> it's gone scores. and you get shut out twice in a row and then he comes back and suddenly you're winning again. Sorry, the best trade deadline acquisition. <laughs> best trade deadline acquisition. What a fucking shit show. Not gonna lie, might actually might actually be the best. Seriously, it was out for two games and they got shut out for both of them. <laughs> Honestly, I like, explained the situation to my brother who like, you know, watches other professional sports but doesn't really watch hockey and his his diagnosis was that's fucked. <laughs> Which is a very accurate and succinct diagnosis. Yeah, that's accurate. Yes, my job has better document controls than the National Hockey League. 
yeah, just the, a brief summary for people who might not have been all that caught up on the trades. Um, d- during all the madness of like uh, trade deadline, after the official cutoff, people were still on the phone. I think they said there was 30... 33 calls on hold still, yes. like trying yeah. to process. Rip. And then one of the st- a story came out that Evgeny Dadnoff, who's currently on the Vegas Golden Knights, who was at the time also on the Vegas Golden Knights, by the way, was um, going to be traded to the Anaheim Ducks for a bunch of, for like some picks and a prospect and all of that. And it seemed to be like a, a cap relief trade for Vegas because they're so full up on the cap and they still have a bunch of players that are injured and it's all very tricky. However... When arranging this trade, Vegas somehow did not know that the Anaheim Ducks were on Dadnov's no-trade list. The Ottawa Senators led the NHL and the Vegas Golden Knights to believe that Dadnov's no-trade clause was invalid. The Sens, uh, Dadnov's previous team, who he was with last season, were like, no, it was filed incorrectly, or they assumed that it was filed incorrectly, they led Vegas... They said it was filed incorrectly. No one knows exactly what happened in that room. The end result was that Vegas and the NHL believed... He didn't have a no-trade clause. And, you know, because they don't have a central registry for this, there is no central place where they have all of these no-trade lists, all of these documents. Nothing. There's no central HR. No nothing, apparently. I saw something that it might have been because, like, the, the deadline to submit the form was, like, a day before he got traded from the Sens or something. It was, like, two days before, yeah. Yeah, was... so I saw that that might have been why. But he had submitted it June 30th. He submitted it before the deadline. The agent had yeah. the email. And, of course, Vegas... And the agent's done it before, so he knows what he's doing. He's got some pretty major clients. Like, is he, you know, this agent, like, Kuznetsov is one of his clients. Like, he's... He's, he's got some major Russian clients. Yeah, doesn't he have yes. Shesterkin? Yeah, and Shesterkin, yes, yeah. correct. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Shesterkin. Um, Shesterkin. He only has, like, six clients, but they're all, like, major stars. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty much. And it's just, like, such a massive pileup of shitty communication and people not checking with each other. And Literally everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And I think that this is the point where the NHL decides, hmm, maybe we should have this centrally where everyone can check. Maybe we should look at our policies and procedures manual this summer in the offseason, shall we? Be as organized as cap-friendly, because they did have- I was about to say, one of my favorite parts of this saga is that it was on his cap-friendly page. Literally on cap-friendly! Ottawa proved right for that, exactly. Yeah. You know, Ottawa used cap-friendly, which makes the Ottawa leading Vegas and the NHL to to believe it was invalid extra weird, honestly, because I don't know, but- Ottawa's famously (sighs) used cap-friendly. Yes. Uh, Oh, gosh. What was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, one of the first questions I had in all of this was like, when the fuck did Vegas call Dadanoff's agent? And mm-hmm. apparently they called him before they pulled the trigger on the trade. And of course, his agent went, uh, no, you're not. That's my client has a no trade clause to Anaheim. And they were like, you know, no, he doesn't. It's invalid. And he probably on the phone went to his nice little email inbox and searched sent to, you know, sent to Ottawa senators. <laughs> there it is forwarded them the email, you know, hung up, and then called the NHLPA, like... He linked them to Cap Friendly and said, look, it's right there. I'm reminded a <sighs> little bit of um, when the Seattle Kraken signed uh, Grubauer, and then, like, the they, they had to change the contract because the, the first contract that they tried actually, like, wasn't legal under cap rules or something, which I thought was really funny. <laughs> yeah. The pay can only increase a certain amount per year or... Oh, jeez. Yeah. And so they had to they had to adjust it a little bit. Well, that bit them in the ass. Dude, how can you... Wow. Yeah. What? 
And I, yeah. I feel like Jeez. maybe at this point, like, they wish that that signing hadn't gone through because the Seattle goaltending hasn't exactly <laughs> been great. It was a big fat shit show. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Monkey paw. Major. Oof. And I'm sure we only know, like, an eighth of what has gone on in this Dadnoff trade situation and the investigations are, I'm sure, ongoing. It's going to be interesting to see what happens to Vegas with the cap situation. (laughs) He did end up staying with Vegas. And then in his first game back, he scored a goal. And then the Vegas arena went fucking nuts. Standing ovation. Bonkers. Yeah. And then I believe he got an assist later. And then I think he got first or second star at the end of the game. Aw. Finally, Vegas does does a funny with the... We've complained about the emojis before. I don't know what he had before, but now he's a boomerang. Because, <laughs> you know, he came back. Yes. Which I thought was a smart move yeah, on their part. I loved that. And then this last game, the absolute like, wild barn burner type game against the Blackhawks. Guess who scores the overtime game winning goal and gets first star of the game? Evgeny Dodonov. <laughs> yeah. No shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Wow. Steve Dangle um, tweeted that it was his second most pain, like the second most hilarious overtime winner he'd ever scored. The other one being the 6 5 OT winner uh, when he was wow. with the Sens against the Toronto Maple Leafs, the infamous it was 5 1 game. Any lead is the most dangerous lead in hockey. I know it's 3 1 that's the most dangerous lead in hockey, but 5 1 if you're the Leafs. Yeah, that seems fair. Yeah, there's these last couple of weeks have had some frankly bonkers games, some moments. Jeez, the <laughs> Stars versus Canes, and there was another game last night, Leafs and Habs. Leafs was it? and Habs, yeah. The, Do you mean well? Leafs. Battle of Alberta was also bonker balls. Oh, but those those were both the winning team was outshot badly. Yeah. Oh, those yeah. that kind of bonker balls. Gotcha. Yeah, that kind of. Bad. Yeah, that was yeah. it. Was the Leafs? I remember that because I believe no, Jack Campbell Jake made Allen something like fifty mon- saves. Yeah, and then the yeah. Stars and the Canes was the other one. The Stars oh. both did it twice to Carolina, like fifteen and seventeen shots. And I think the Sens have done something similar gotcha. to Carolina too. Like Anton Forsberg made like forty-seven saves or something, and like they won. <laughs> it feels like a bunch. Like I've heard Oof. about this happening a lot to the Canes lately like they put so many shots on goal and either the shots just aren't super quality high danger chances or or freddy's like getting blown up sorry. yeah which there's a pattern hmm. who needs yeah. shots to win sorry not Freddie. the dallas stars yeah, apparently we... not tyler bertuzzi either but that's a whole other story lol yeah Oof. had to go there but yes bonker balls games last night wah, wah. um <laughs> working nine to five anyway I didn't understand why our friend posted that gif until... Until I talked to her about the score. She was like... Until Iris told me what the score was, and I was like, Um, huh? So last night, we had the Battle of Alberta, the final Battle of Alberta of the season. Uh, The Flames were on a back-to-back, and I was just like, why did you start your starting, like, your top goaltender against the Arizona Coyotes? And then they started Markstrom again, and I was like, "Uh, uh." It's getting ready for the playoffs. You gotta gotta get him tested out. Yeah, and then it was... Like, a complete 80s-style barn burner. I don't know where the defense was. <laughs> Not there. No. The Flames' PK was awful. Like, I think there were three three Oilers power play goals. There was three power play goals by the Oilers. Th- two of them were, do- were Leon Dreisaitl's, I think. Yes, two of them were Leon Dreisaitl. Oh. And the other one was Nuge? Nugget? I love a nugget. Sorry, I, I think so. Um... <laughs> <A> nugget. <laughs> 
Flames scored nine even strength goals, which is... Jesus. Yeah, they're ready for the fucking playoffs. Leon Dreisel had a hat trick and an assist, yeah. I think, on the news goal. He, he had four points and he was a minus four, which means that he was on the ice for eight of the nine Flames goals. I saw a I saw a stat that this was the, he, that was the first time that had happened since 1983. Wow! Like I said, it was a very 80s type game. Yeah, not a lot of <laughs> not a lot of defense getting played. Not really. Damn. Yeah. Um. I I enjoyed it. Okay. The the game made me maybe sad. The outcome, obviously, but I really enjoyed at the end. Um. When Oilers social media, you know how the social media teams will post the final score. Uh, the Oilers social media team, um, where the score would go, it said, just Google it. Ugh. And the Flames Ouch. replied, like, oh, you don't need That's to Google funny. it. It was 9-5. Ah! <laughs> LMAO. That's good. I mean, that's how that's you good. do a Battle of Alberta. Just completely ridiculous. Mike Smith and Matthew Kachuk had a fight. Matt's- Mike Smith, uh, goalie Mike Smith, and Matthew Kachuk fought mm-hmm. a bit. Like, Mike Smith punched him in the face a couple of times. Matthew Kachuk is so horny oh for goalies. Matthew it's- Kachuk, friendship tour. Wow. It's just, it, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. The only it's penalties really he took in that game are in that fight, by the way. That's yeah. hilarious. Also, can't can't not shout out Johnny Hockey for getting five, five assists, assists in one night. Yeah. Wow. wow. Boy has 90 wow. points. Oh, yes. speaking of Johnny Hockey, I want to talk about that quote where one of the interviewers asked him, oh, I forget which university it was, but they've been like knocked out of the frozen four and he said oh that sucks for them all they have to do now is go to school rip it's like it's so funny when when he's like he, like i think earlier this season like they announced that he finished his degree like he went back and took the classes and finished his degree he's Aww. like oh man they have to go to school oh and then cute. like on, on his line you have matthew kachuk who like i don't know like i don't know where the link to that article is but like as a teen or middle schooler was like when they said in class when they asked like which one of you already knows that they're not going to go to college oh, and he story. was like yeah me i'm not going to college oh his bless mo- his heart was- yeah and his mom was <laughs> his so mom embarrassed was right there. But, but he was like i'm gonna go straight to the nhl i'm not gonna go to college yeah. and he was right I mean, so yeah. he did the he did the ohl and then went straight to the nhl speaking of apples though the Capitals celebrated Nicholas Backstrom's 1,000th point. They uh, gave out to the fans all these little, like... Stress balls? Uh, stress balls, like apples. Yeah, with it had, you know, Nikki 1K printed on them. And spontaneously, when he happened to score in this game, they all threw them onto the ice, which I thought was really cute. And then when Nikki came into the, uh, the locker room afterwards, all the guys, like, fucking pelted him with the apples. There's almost, like, no audio in that video because it's all, like, blacked out for being, you know, cursing or whatever. Because <laughs> yeah. there's, like, a couple seconds of audio, but, like, the video is, like, 38 seconds long and, like, five seconds of the video have audio. <laughs> but it is really funny. There was a little, really cute little clip that the Caps Twitter posted that uh, when the like, the apples were being thrown onto the ice and, like, Nicholas Baxter was on the bench and Ovi was on the ice and he just, like, skates off to the bench hands Nicholas Baxter an apple which he like puts between his teeth and I was like what's going on I didn't see that I didn't see that there is a tweet where there is a video where there is a narrative Donday send me the link send it to me I'll find it and I will send it to you you. and you will love it I will love it but speaking of fun caps achievements that I was actually watching the almost so slow it was illegal 
shootout goal from Kuznetsov. It was fantastic. Oh, that was so good. That was hot. That was, it was fucking it was, That fantastic. was like mental games. He approached the Sabres goal at approximately a half a mile an hour, which apparently is almost so slow that he's, it's illegal because you have to like always be going forward. You have to have forward momentum according to the rulebook. So yeah, that was yeah. Uh, pretty good if you haven't seen that video. <laughs> and that'll be in the notes for sure. We have so many links for the notes, y'all. <sighs> so many. And he was so funny on the interview. Um, I think it was, I can't remember if it was the after game or if it was, oh yeah, it must have been after the game. Um, Smoking Al Koken was asking him like, so how long have you been working on that, uh, working on that shootout goal? How long have you been working on that trick? And Kuzi replied and like, just immediately and then like the most perfect deadpan since I born. <laughs> it was just like, I love you so much. I love you. <sighs> it was great. We've talked about this in a previous episode about teeth ending up on the ice and usually it's the players. This is some next level shit. Um, this time it was the ref. This is so fucking metal. It's not even funny. I know, right? This dude was just like, yeah, whatever. Like, it, it, it wasn't yeah. like he got high sticked or something and the teeth ended up on the ice. No, he was like, grabbed them, sh- threw them onto the ice and like, okay, let's keep going. Yeah, no, he literally pulls one of them out too. I think he has one of them in his hand and he like pulls another one out, looks at him in his hand and then just yeet like into the ice. His name is Eric Ferlat. Which is stupid because you yeah. can have them put back right? in if you still have that's, them. That's the thing really is that he just is like, I'll go fuck. It's so dumb. <laughs> but apparently, gosh, that was fucking hysterical. I mean, speaking of so fucking stupid, Carter Hart, you idiot. Oh my god. Speaking of men being really just... I'm trying to remember which game it was. Um, Nashville, Nashville. So this was Claude Giroux's thousandth game. Oh. We'll get back to that pain later. Um, Carter Hart gets gets a shot, like, uh, the announcer's like, oh, it hit him in the belly. And I was like, okay, sure, like, that happens all the time. Oh my, oh, now I know what you're talking about. Now she gets it. It seemed like he made the save. It was all fine. And then he, like, falls down onto the ice and just, like, lays there in pain for a minute. I was like, what's going on? What's happening? And then you see Travis Sanheim skating by laughing his ass off because Carter Hart, bless his heart, didn't wear a fucking cup. It did not hit him in the belly, y'all. And, like, we talked to some goalies. Goalies wear cups. Like, what the fuck? I know. I think that's spe- I think that's dumb, no matter yeah. what. But it's especially dumb. We as a checked goalie. with our uh, with our um, like what the sp- fuck? Uh, podcast goalie. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. for that one. Yeah, goalies wear cups. They gotta. I mean, they get shots pelted at them at like ridiculous yeah. speeds. So you kind of want to wear a cup just in case. Yeah. Imagine if just that had been case. an Ovi slap shot. By the way, that would have. He would never have children. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. But he stayed in the game. <laughs> he finished out the game. The Flyers won. Like, I I assume there was no serious damage. You know who wouldn't make that mistake, though? Eve Gascon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> True. Yes. The uh, goalie playing for the Gatineau Olympiques. That was sort of close. My French is not the best, obviously. I was about to say, I'm sorry, Mac, but that was super, super American sounding. That was terrible. Yeah. No. I don't. Mm-mm. Can I can I try it? Can I try it? I took French in high school. Gatineau Olympiques. That's that's that's. I think that's good. That sounds, yeah. I haven't I taken know. French I, in fifteen years. No longer than that. I did a bit of Quebec immersion, but it was a few years ago when it was in Trois Rivières. Yeah. So either way, we tried. 
Uh, what what's the really impressive yeah, thing is that Eve Gascon played for them as I think the third woman to play in the OHL. Yeah, I think you're right. And yeah. she um, got the team to overtime. They lost in overtime. Sadly. Fourth woman to play in a CHL game and the second to start on one. There you go. Whew. And she's only 18. Yeah, she's young. Bruh. Mm-hmm. A lot Bruh. of pressure. But it was nice. Like, uh, there was an article in The Athletic. We'll link it. Like, um, they also interviewed uh, some of the other women who've played in the in the CHL and uh, Manon Guillaume and all that. Like, they've talked to her. They've tried to mentor her. And it's really just really sweet to see That's that. Awesome. And, like, this, this girl, like, most goalies, like, playing, I assume playing in the CHL are, like, six foot four at least she's like five eight or something five nine she's yeah really wow i didn't know she was that short well i'm much shorter but you know what i mean hockey wise that's short (laughs) she must be fucking explosive in the net so it's super impressive and it's just really cool the article's really good as well so Mm -hmm. read it yeah i'm definitely gonna read this this looks awesome but you know what if we're talking about making history I feel like there's someone else we should talk about. I don't know, Mac. Maybe you'd want to talk about that. After what felt like just fucking forever, you know, Koozie stole one goal from Ovi on on his way to becoming third all-time goal scorer in the NHL alone, passing Yager. A goal got stolen, but he finally got there, and he got there at home, too. He saved it for the crowd. And I for slap that's, shot. I was hoping that was that was yeah. going to be the case yes and and for perfect timing for the uh caps to have unveiled an ov goal counter at home hanging from you know one of the mezzanines it's got huge numbers so they keep flipping over Slapshot flips over <laughs> it's so funny Slapshot's that their was, mascot that was exciting he just like makes a whole he i don't know pronouns uh makes a whole ah, production of it like flipping the number over and it was just it was a huge thing it was good and then later on twitter <laughs> Yaramir Yager oh, was yeah. like... Oh, yeah. Who should be hired for the NHL for statistics, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yaramir Yager just keeps sending the most, like, sultry fucking congratulation videos to people all around the NHL. Like, he's looking really delicious in this one in particular. Like, nice little white V-neck t-shirt. Like, you know, very intimate, like, right... Like, <laughs> shot, like, right in his face. Like, he's very This is where you lose camera. Puff and I, but it's fine. Keep going. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, can't no, relate. Can't relate. Huh. No, it's okay. I, the listeners are agreeing with me right now. It's the mullet. Mac, Mac and mullets, man. It's just, yeah. No, it's, I mean, it is the mullet, but also, like, he doesn't have the mullet anymore, and he still looks hot as fuck. <laughs> yes, and he, of course, threatens to come back and keep scoring so he can catch back up to Ovi, which I would be very pro, but. I mean, which which team would would, would try Czech it? Republic, so. Uh, which team yeah. would sign him? The Flyers. <laughs> And they've done it before. I mean, the Flyers still have Keith Yandel on the roster because of the Iron Man streak, I so. Know. Right. Yeah, I was about to say, what teams are, like, down to, like, hire some I mean, I think the Flyers might, I mean, I, it's it's not going to happen, but, like, the Flyers might because no, they want to p- put some butts in seats while they retool whatever. <sighs> or the Hawks, maybe. I mean, yeah. they need to, some kind of spectacle while they go through a rebuild. That would be wildin'. But the, the moment was great. The call was amazing you know having the 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 wine uncles call was awesome lockers call was great and, and yes we do affectionately call them wine uncles it's fine or the muppets <laughs> waldorf and statler you know you know yeah and uh it was yeah john walton's call was amazing it was it was really special they cleared the clear the bench to 
<laughs> apparently the the players the the capitals like kind of like looked around on the bench like um can we can we go and everybody was like yes this is this is the time that you can take the penalty and you know slash but they won't you know give you the delay of game penalty and go out and hug it's fine No, but if we're talking about record-breaking Caps legends, other than Ovechkin, I feel like... Yeah, well, I I feel good about, speaking of other reasons that I should be GM of the Capitals, I literally saw him at the at a, the practice that I went to and watched make these fucking insane saves Him? Please, Mac, please elaborate. Doing, like, Who is this him drills. you talk about? Oh, uh, yes. Zach Fucale. Puppy lover. Longest shutout streak to start an NHL career, Zach Fucale. Correct. And playing with the Hershey Bears, the Caps AHL affiliate, he broke their record for having three straight shutouts. And the Bears have been around for like 75 years or something, 75 or 80 years. They're not a new AHL team. Yeah, 74 years or something. The first goalie in 74 years to have three straight shutouts. Three straight shutouts. Uh, which kind of makes me go like, man, why don't you ever bring him up? But like, instead of Phoenix Copley, who they like to bring up, but also like, I think they want the Bears to win. <laughs> so, <laughs> rip. The Bears need but him. The Bears do need him, but I, that was pretty incredible. And then National Puppy Day, the the Bears came through. If you, you know, if you need a AHL team to follow on Instagram or on social media in general, cannot recommend enough the Hershey Bears, because they they had some incredible puppy National Puppy Day content. Ten out of ten. I keep thinking you're saying no, puffy. Sorry, no, puppy. It's, it's not about you this time. Puppy. Not, no, not I know what you're day. saying, but I keep thinking that's what you're no, saying. It's not your birthday. No, that was in January. <laughs> that was in January. I'll meet immediately went. Oh yeah, speaking of weird birthday things though. I thought this this weird stat was Yeah, crazy. this is hilarious. Curtis McDermott career birthday goals 1. Oh yeah. Sidney Crosby career birthday goals 0. Alexander Ovechkin career birthday goals 0. And Avs legend, goal scoring legend Curtis mm-hmm. McDermott has a goal on his birthday. That's cute. I mean to be fair, Sidney Crosby and Alex is a Ovechkin baby. is a September I was about to say, baby. Wait a so minute, like, there's Sydney, no season yeah. during this time. Yeah, but I know that um Sidney Crosby he played a game on his birthday in the NHL bubble, I think against oh, the Habs. Yeah. And, and they, they lost. lost. That was like their last bubble game. Like they lost against the Montreal Canadiens oh, yeah. and that was it. Yeah. On his birthday. Mm-hmm. No, I remember yeah. That. yeah, they got eliminated. Happy yeah. birthday, Sydney. We got eliminated. Mm. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Ouch, ouch. Anything else you want to cover on the ice? I mean, We've we've talked about um, I've I have a couple of cool things mostly as callbacks to our previous episodes because you know I miss love for a parallel and a callback. Um, we've talked about brothers on the ice before. Um, the Robertsons played each other for the very first time. Nick Robertson is on the Leafs uh, currently. Well, he was called up at the time. I don't know if he still is. And Jason Robertson, Stars legend, podcast fave. He of the back-to-back hat-tricks played his brother for the very first time in the Stars-Leafs game. Their parents uh, solved the uh, which jersey do I wear issue by, um, I think they decided, like, the home team's jersey and then the away team's hat. Yeah. Ah, that's a good call. That's a good call. That's that's a good way to do it. it. Yeah, and so the mom was walking around and some people kept being like, ha, can't decide. And she just decided she wasn't going to explain it to them. She was like, whatever. Yeah, that's cute. You can think whatever you want. I'm here to support my boys. 
which is really cool. Like mm-hmm. two Filipino brothers also like, yay. Yeah. They made it to the NHL and they both got drafted pretty high. It's just a really cool story. Also, I just love Jason Robertson. He's like a ray of sunshine. He's so cute. Yeah. He's, He's a adorable. cutie. Him collapsing after that hat trick. Yeah, so I was about to say that. After he made his hat tricks, he just kind of flopped. <laughs> Done. And then John Klingberg is like pulling on his jersey like, you you okay? And he's like, no, leave me here. Leave me here to die. Especially after the OT goal because he, so, he was so gassed. Yeah, he was like on the ice for like a solid minute at that point in overtime. <laughs> he was dead. Yeah. But it was so funny. Speaking of hat tricks by the way. Another cool callback moment. Um, Gordie Howe hat tricks. We've talked about it before. We've talked about how not to do it. <clears throat> That's you, Jimmy Stu. And um, <laughs> I think we had a successful attempt and an unsuccessful attempt this week. The unsuccessful attempt was Kylo Yamamoto, who was like, got myself a goal, got myself an assist. Now I'm going to take three minor penalties in a period and no one wants to fight me. That's so sad. Well, he he got a penalty hat trick. Yeah, does, that counts, right? No. I even think it was a natural penalty hat trick. Uh, I think he got all three of them in a row. Rip. I I, I mean, if he Oof. did want to fight someone on the abs, Curtis McDermott is always a good bet, but I think that would be a hilarious size mismatch because Yamo's like, what, 5'8", 5'9"? He'd have gotten seriously injured. Yeah, I mean, he tried to fight. He tried to fight Victor Hedman when we when we played the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I was like, "Yamo, no, you're gonna die." Boy, do you want to go to the hospital? Like, yeah, Jesus. I was like, he just doesn't have self preservation. It's gonna be like Ovi and Svechnikov that one time. You're gonna get knocked out in one punch. I swear to God, that is like the most tiny little Chihuahua shit. Oh yeah, he has huge like small Yorkie energy. I love <laughs> him. Yeah, and like he tried. But if you want to have a successful Gordie Howe hat trick, Nazem Kadri did it. He got the goal. He got the assist. And then he was like, all right, I think I'm going to start a fight. <laughs> Joel Farabee laid a hit on him. And he was like, I'm going to take offense to this. I want my Gordie Howe hat trick. He leveled Joel Farabee and just... And Joel Farabee like immediately threw the gloves off. He was totally down. And I'm like, son, what are you doing? What's wrong with you? I don't think that's even Joel Farabee's first. I think he got a fight earlier this season or last year or something. So it wasn't his first career fight, but it was close. He got shredded. That was awful. It was hard to watch, honestly. Oh, yeah. He should have known better. Like, I I would not be like, yeah, you know who I'm going to fight? Nazem Kadri. It's Joel Farabee. Yeah. Like, he should know better. Except it's Joel Farabee. Yeah. I love him. Let's be clear. I love him very much. No, I love him too. But he constantly looks like he's high on weed. (laughs) Yeah, he might be, but no. yeah, all the time. Yeah, he's he looks stoned constantly, yeah. and just like he needs to not fight Nazem Kadri. He's they're not of the same weight class. I think like we were at some point, um, we were looking up like size and weight for players, and I was so su- Jill Farabee is like a skinny little twig. Oh yeah, he would get snapped in half. Well, he almost did, but like, oof. yeah, it was good job getting the Gordy Howe. Nas Jill so Farabee, please don't do that again. Please pick your battles a little pick someone more, more your size. intelligently than that. If Jimmy Stutz wants to fight again, yes. you can try that. Beasy, try that. Yep, yep. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking of That's Jimmy Stu and hat tricks, though, the the... there's more on yeah. the kids who threw the hats over the fence when he got yeah. it in during the, the uh, uh, bubble. It was so it cute. Was so and cute. then Brady and. Uh, Timmy standing on the fucking yeah. back deck, like in sweats and yeah. sweatsuits, yeah. being like, "Oh wow!" It was 
so cute so hockey bro and then uh the sends in there uh they do these videos like players off the rink it's like hometown heroes and they did a bunch of uh stuff on a local ice rink a couple weeks ago and this time they had a feature on jimmy stew and uh, he was playing street hockey with <laughs> with these very kids who uh tossed the hats last year uh naturally it was all the kids against jimmy i'm it was so funny it was adorable. That's adorable. Uh, yeah, I'll have, we have a link to the video, but it was absolutely adorable. Like, you play hockey for a fucking living, and you still want to play. <laughs> I was actually, uh, a, a couple weeks ago, the, the Sens were playing the Blues, I think. And um, uh... I was watching that game, and uh, one of the announcers, or one of the guys on the on the stream, were, uh, on the Sens stream, was like, Oh yeah, I used to play in St. Louis, I used to play with Keith Kachuk. And I used to be invited, as a rookie, I, like a younger player, I used to be invited over to dinner and then have to play mini sticks with Matthew and Brady every single time. <laughs> and like, hunched so over. Like, and they'd fight each other everywhere uh, all the time. So like, yeah, I don't think Brady's changed very much since then. Yep. <laughs> nope. Uh, speaking of funny family shit, this was, this was another thing from the last oh, two weeks this that so cracked good. me the fuck up. Um, also, definitely look up Jake Wallman's uh, TikToks. Just, just saying. Oh, please do. Oh yes. Um, so Jake Wallman on the on the Red Wings was playing and got stick checked right in the fucking groin, and the camera cut to his parents in the stands, and his dad just like unleashes this absolutely like Schadenfreude laden like laugh. Man was cracking the fuck up. His son just got fucking cup checked. It was really funny. Oh my god, he looked like he was having the best time. It was, yeah. I was like, wow, A, that's embarrassing, but like, oh well. I think his mom is next to him and just looks kind of like, mm. <laughs> but I laughed. I mean, didn't we all? Yeah, well, it seems like they're the kind who kind of family who laughs at themselves because I've, I've seen a couple of Jake Wellman's TikToks and like, yeah, they're, they're good. Yeah. I like the cereal one. He, he must have gotten that yeah. from somewhere. Oh my god, the yeah, cereal yeah. ones are so fucking funny. The the behind the scenes one where it's actually the shot of his yeah. roommate knocking it out of his hand or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we should link this. Oh yes, his mom has yeah. his mom is covering her face. Should, should we link the little, TikToks? Uh, yeah, we probably should link the TikToks, maybe. We should. Maybe. Or you can go find them yourself. Uh, but speaking of cereal, Mac, do you want to... Oh, God. Oh, this is... Oh, my God. So I, I love Brad Marchand. People don't understand, but I, re I really deeply do. He's beautiful. He's funny. He's generous. I wish you guys could see the faces Iris and I are making. He knows how to laugh at himself. <laughs> you two are making the most horrible faces that I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I, don't, I could care less because my, my love is deep and true. We all know Mac has bad taste. It's fine. I don't care. It's okay. But Brad Marchand released branded cereal, um, March Munch. It's just Cinnamon Toast Crunch, which is my favorite cereal. Also, one of my favorite cereals. And while he was announcing the cereal, his his endorsement of it included, quote, their face looking good. Can I say that? If I can't, I'm sorry. <laughs> A, yes, Brad, you can absolutely say that. And B, yes, it's funny. Like... You know, before I was ever really into hockey, I had a friend tell me about the, the face-looking saga, and I was like, A, who is that? And B, I need to get into the sport. <laughs> and you know what? 
I'm glad I did. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here on this podcast with us. No, I would not. I would not. So, yes, my me being here on this podcast is direct relation to Brad Marchand looking people in the face. <laughs> Mama Puff and I follow a lot of people, like a lot of Oilers people on Twitter. And uh, Mama Puff sent me this tweet from somebody we both follow. It was a quote tweet of one of the videos advertising Marchand's cereal. And it said something like, Jamie Ben wouldn't endorse munching out of that box. I sent it to, like, everybody. I was like, you guys need to see this. She sent it to everyone she knew. I got it, like, two or three times. I'm not gonna lie. That took me out, the fact that Mama Puff is the one that sent it to you. But, like, for the people who may not be aware of why Jamie Ben wouldn't wouldn't endorse um, munching out of that box. The Bunch Mox Can we tell the Bunch Mox story? Can we, please? I don't see why not. So, um, where do you start when telling the Bunch Mox story? Oh, so let's rewind a few years to back when Jason Demers is still on the Dallas Stars along with Jamie Benn. And I don't know what the fuck they were doing, but I assume probably getting, probably drunk. getting drunk. But then Jamie Benn tweets out, haha, Dumders uh, likes bunching mocks, which is obviously munching box, which is going down on women like giving oral i don't know if i can say that i mean we have a we have an e rating for a reason like we're explicit it's fine (laughs) um yeah he probably got called out by their social media team and was like uh don't he got fucking roasted as as he should yeah and he's been roasted ever since i can't remember if jason demers replied to the tweet or something but i really hope that jamie ben got him laid multiple times because i'm sure i I mean i assume if your teammate roasts you for liking going down on women i think you get laid a lot yeah i mean come on No, but just like i imagine that jamie ben in one fell swoop also jamie ben probably didn't get laid for a while yeah he probably hurt his own sex life in that yeah so much Yes, the girls are flocking to him. No- nothing is going to make me, like, turn down somebody faster than being like, oh, you don't, what? You don't have to give a head? Okay, bye. Like, also, mm. like, whenever we if can, we bring up the sex, Bunch Mox story whenever we can. Yes. He's the DJ Khaled of the NHL. And you don't like <laughs> yeah. watching Box, you have a serious problem. That's just my deep belief. Like, if you're not into sex or sex with women at all, like, fine, that's whatever. But, like... If you're a woman appreciator and you don't like Speaking it. Speaking of DJs, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's a good segue. I thought you did it on I purpose. I did not. Mm. I did the cereal thing earlier on purpose. Oh, my God. I'm so proud of yeah, you. Yeah, that was good. No, but speaking of DJs, this is hilarious. Um, Garrett Sparks is a goaltender? Yes. Um, I believe he's with yeah. the King's Farm System right now. He is also a DJ, and his name is Bucky Cheds. I would have kept my actual name. Garrett Sparks, like, actually sounds like a DJ name. I know. Garrett Sparks goes hard. Yeah, but, like, if you're also known as a gold, like, as a hockey goaltender, do you want to use that name both for hockey and for your DJ career? Look, nobody going to fucking Lollapalooza knows Garrett Sparks. Yeah who Garrett Sparks True. is. Or they don't care. He they is. might know, but Actually, they probably yes, don't he's care. He's literally the last name on yeah. the Lollapalooza poster, which is really funny to me that he is literally the last name on the poster, which is crazy. And he's not even the only NHL player yeah, who's also that's a what I was going to say. One of my favorite things I saw on social media, and I'll try and find this tweet for you guys, is uh, it was like, um, if I had a nickel for every time an NHL player was also a DJ, I'd have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. Because... Um, the tweet... It's also Mika... I have the link. I can't pronounce his last name. Mika Zibanejad? Thank you. 
Mika Zibanejad on the Rangers is also a DJ. Mm-hmm. It's Mika Zibanejad is the yeah. other one. <laughs> yeah, the man speaks like five or six languages, and he's also a DJ. I don't know, like, yeah. There's a regular Zidane Chara over there, damn. <laughs> no, I've listened to some of his music. It's really good. I haven't listened to Garrett Sparks yet. I mean, Bucky Cheds. So sorry. Oh, speaking of books, this is a stupid, stupid bridge, but I'm going to use it. Um, the Sabres are doing Bald for Bucks, and uh, Jeff Skinner shaved his hair for Bald for Bucks, and there's this video of him being surrounded by, like, little kids staring at him while his teammates shave his head. And I was just looking like, oh, God, please don't I know, that's him. what I was please thinking, don't... too. I was like, I can't watch this. They're just, like, going at it, too. They, like, this is, they are not demonstrating any skill at all. I would be nervous about this. No, they are ha- living their best life. They're going at it. I, I hope they got someone to fix it after. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, apparently it turned out fine because he scored. He scored like two goals either the game after or the second game after he. What is it this year and getting hair, um, haircuts and then people performing well? But I don't like it because I like when they grow their hair out. No, I don't like it either. I don't like it. Me Hockey too. gods are messing with me, and I'm not a fan. Please never cut your hair again. Well, well, <laughs> actually, <laughs> the abs. Uh, I'm gonna come back to the Curtis McDermott birthday goal real quick. He had this like ridiculous mustache for it, ridiculous, and <laughs> he scored with it. And like uh, the abs beat writer was like. Curtis McDermott is on pace for 82 goals when having a mustache. Well, fuck. So I was like, he should never <laughs> shave the mustache, goddammit. But also, please shave. It was terrible. I mean, the numbers don't lie. It was like a full-on... All oh, the like way, the handlebar. Oh, like a full handlebar? Oh, no. Ab's Twitter tweeted a picture of, like, the world, and then with that handlebar, it's oh like, it God. can be seen from oh. space. Because, like, some wow, mustaches yeah. look good. Like, I actually like Stuart Skinner's mustache. I think it suits him. I mean, it suits him, but it also makes him look 35, so. Austin Matthews looks a million times hotter with the mustache. Sidney Crosby's mustache. Look forward to The only reason I look forward to Movember, Iris's face is so offended, but again, I don't care. Um, <laughs> sorry. I that love you, I did, but I don't care about what anyone thinks about my terrible taste. <sighs> <laughs> no, but, like... I like Stuart Skinner. Like I get it; it works for him, but also it makes him look thirty-five. The Crosby mustache is still- no. He looks like a fucking seventies porn star, but yeah, it does make Stuart Skinner look a lot older. Yeah, I always forget how young he is. I see him with that mustache, and like I'm not sure how I feel about Yusei Saros. Oh God, Yusei Saros. Oh uh, yeah, I don't like that either. He doesn't. It doesn't really work for him, for whatever reason. No. Uh-uh. No, it's just weird. Yeah. Please don't. Strange. Like, grow out your hair, not your facial hair. Thank you. Unless it's playoffs, I guess that's allowed. No, there's so many great photos that have been ruined by postseason beards. I fucking hate that shit. Anyway. I'm going to get more water. <sighs> we talked about Jeff Skinner. I guess we could talk about the other former figure skater the other we've figure learned. Skater. I did not know Jake Ottinger was a former figure skater. I'm going to need a dance-off between yeah. Otter and uh, Jeff Skinner. Stat. I mean, I want it. And he's the youngest goalie in franchise history to earn twenty wins. I mean, he's so good. Crazy. He really is. He was just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the starter this year, and I know you got Holby, but I don't think you know, I, I can do it. The goalie narratives this year have been prime, honestly. Like, no, but they got Wedgwood mm-hmm. now, and it was um, Tyler Sagan's prom oh, date. Oh, so cute. Scott Wedgwood. Oh, so cute. Oh my god. I not prom date. They they both went to high school together and went to pro anyway but 
he made he had a ridiculous debut, but the goalie narratives this year, man, have just been Bobrovsky like taking over the you know first spot from Spencer Knight, uh, Shesterkin's yeah. rise to the top, ridiculousness, you know? Jesus. Uh, v- yeah. Honestly, Vitek Vanacek taking the reins from Samsonov has been a big story. Deservedly like, so. And deservedly so. Vitek Vanacek is so much better than people give him credit for. Like, people are talking about, I don't know about the Caps goalie situation and playoffs and, like, Vitek Vanacek, bitch. Again, things that I am right about. Ben, <sighs> Ben Ravy literally, literally admitted that all of the Caps beat writers got it wrong about Vanacek and thought that Samsonov was gonna, you know, take the reins and have the most starts and vindication vindication yeah. the washington capitals. washington capitals Vivi, washington. yes i'm glad he's better i'm glad he's kicking ass i'm glad yeah. i'm right and i just i just hope he stays healthy because last year it was devastating last year when uh, he like went down uh, in the first game of round as soon one. as that happened i was like oh we're done that's it we're over yeah <laughs> but it was a real vote of confidence from the gm to not you know brian mcclellan didn't go after any goalies at the deadline yeah. partially because it was fairly understood that it was um flower or bust for the caps like they weren't gonna get nobody else was gonna be as much yeah. of an upgrade and to be worth what they would no, have I don't to think, get rid of i don't think a lot of like big name goaltend it was just, it was flower. just flower especially like they're they're ready to let vv try it out and then try to take this yeah. team in the playoffs and he deserves a shot he's been really good yes he does yes he does i, I suspect that we'll see him start a back-to-back weekend much like markstrom just did here soon yeah, that was... He did start, um, like, 19 games lot. in a row last season when Samsonov was out. So, remember that? Yeah. I mean, Markstrom is also, like, one of the really, really good goalies oh, this man. year. Again, we talked about this in the last episode, but thank you for keeping me above water in fantasy. Jacob Markstrom. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about the Ian Cole and Lorelai follow-up? That was really sweet. Yeah. We talked about this last time. Uh, Ian Cole, uh, Hurricanes legend. <laughs> He's been there for like h- half a season. It's fine. Um, this makes him a legend. Uh, we talked about this before, and he tweeted to this girl who was like really worried about losing her teeth. And um, we talked about this last episode, mm-hmm. I think, or the yeah, episode before last that. Time. Last episode. Thank you, editing genius Mac. And um, the Canes actually tweeted a follow-up story uh, of them meeting. So Lorelai got to go to the game. She got to meet her friend. They had, like, a signed jersey and everything. And it's just, it was adorable to see. Like, he really, he sat down on the ground to get on her level. And, like, was checking out her toys and stuff, which is, like, a total hallmark of, like, really, this dude is good with kids. Like, someone is good with kids when they get down on their eye level and like you know and and treat them like a you know like yeah, yeah well treat maybe them not like, like an, an adult but like a person yeah. with their own likes and and dislikes exactly and needs and <sighs> so cute so wholesome yeah we had a, a a couple people um this is the best bridge i wanted this to happen we had a couple people showing how good they are with kids this week oh yeah surprisingly oh. connor mcdavid being one of them I, which Honestly, like, Loki shocked me. Zach Hyman, totally, I would absolutely imagine that he's amazing with children. Like, I totally expected that. But Connor McDavid being great with kids was not on my radar, honestly. That was surprising yeah. to me in, in, a, in a warm way. So, yeah, Puff is, is uh, taking a bit of a breather right now. So we're actually kind of <laughs> hoping to get her back for this because this is a very Oilers-specific segment. I think we should just we wait can. for Puff on this one. And we just yeah, cut this. And... That's fine. I don't want to 
we do this without pop? Yeah, we got to a good stopping point. Cool, we're moving right along. Actually going in order for once. Hmm? More, more in order. Is everything working? Oh, sweet. Everything's working. Yes, no, we're, we're good. God, who's messaging me? Nope, can't read German right now. That's uh, uh, uh. confusing. Mm. Mm. Yay, Puff. Oh, oh yeah. hi. Sorry, were hey. you waiting for me? Yeah, because we were going to get into the uh, people being good with kids section of this uh, podcast. And okay, we wanted let to me talk just about... pop in a hall one second. Yeah. My, like, deep and fuzzy shock at witnessing that Connor McDavid is actually good with kids. Oh, no, yeah, he is. I, I didn't really expect that. Oh, Oilers expert Puff, please tell us more about Connor McDavid yes. being good with kids. Um, well, when he was um, when he was like a rookie, you could tell he was really awkward with them. Like I remember somebody asked him to sign his their baby. Like they put the baby in the tiny baby jersey on the table at a signing thing, and he was like, uh, and he just like awkwardly uh. turned this baby so he could sign the back <laughs> of the jersey, which I think is really funny. But he's gotten That's a lot better funny. now that he's now that he's like twenty five. He's a lot better with kids. Because, you know, they they have a lot of their job involves working with kids. So he's he's gotten a lot better at it. Yeah, that's cute. It's just really sweet to see, like, perennially awkward Connor McDavid being sweet with kids. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something about no, that. No, I totally agree. And so, yeah. The- and and what brought us onto this topic is is uh, just a really lovely, heartwarming story from the mm-hmm. Oilers this week. Uh, Puff, do you want to um, get us? So... It's about Ben Stelter. He's a five-year-old. Uh, I forget exactly what kind of... I forget exactly what the condition is called, but he has a brain tumor. He's had over 30 radiation treatments for this brain tumor. Um, and it's uh, not all that promising at this point. So, um, And he's a huge Connor McDavid fan, and his dad has been tweeting sort of about how the Oilers have helped his son. And uh, so they brought him to this game... I forget who we were playing. So he was the little kid out there when they did the anthem. and uh, Zach Hyman brought him on his post game too. That was cute. Yeah, and Connor helped him on and off the ice. And uh, he got the Some MVP really helmet at the, the end of the room. game. And also the juice vest. It was so cute. It was so cute. That was a nice little speech from Cassian, I think, about that juice vest. It was from Cassian. Um, and uh, he went... It was the game against the Sharks, by Thank the way. You. The I knew they won, two. but I couldn't remember who against. The juice. And then, um, and uh, he went with Zach Hyman to the post-game interview, and Zach Hyman lifted him on and off of his chair and up the up the platform, and it, it was so cute. They asked him, Ben, so Ben, cute. how did you like the game? And he was like, good. And he was like, they were like, how is Zach Hyman? He was like, really good. <laughs> He's just adorable. Who yeah, they asked who players? his favorite player Connor was. David he was like, Leon McDavid and Dreisaitl, and Hyman's sitting right Aww. next to him, and they're like, oh, but Hyman's right there. And he's like, no, no, no offense taken. I haven't been here that long. Aww. Yeah, he's like, they asked him, the, pre- the press actually asked him, what do you have to do to become yeah. Ben's favorite player? And he's like, oh, yeah, I just have to be here a little mm-hmm. bit longer. And Aww. He just completely wow. involved him in that so press cute. conference. and. He stopped at one moment. He's like, hey, buddy, they're yeah. chanting your name. Oh, my God. More Another player this week that I thought I couldn't love anymore. And yet I, Zach Hyman is just... Yes, gosh. He's, I, I, I can't love him we're, enough. Children's yeah, author no, Zach true. Hyman. Yeah, we're just all Zach Hyman stands now. 
No, we've we've been Zach Hyman stands. Yep. But that that only gets me yeah. more uh, in love. I know. Oh. oh, that was so good. From that adorable hockey players with kids segments, we go towards the pain trade <sighs> deadline. I don't even know where you're going with this. Are we talking about Gavin Giroux? Is this where we're going with that? Just from, you know. I mean, we're talking about pain, but um, yeah, we can talk about Gavin Giroux, best dressed at Claude Giroux's t- thousandth yeah, game. Yeah, the, the balm of that game. A little bow tie. Yeah. He was so cute. They gave him, like, the mini silver stick and immediately started trying to get one-timers with they it. They gave him a mini silver stick? I missed that. Oh, my it God. It was the cutest thing. That's adorable. I just... I'm just sad we have to use this as like a, a little nice connection to the pain of trade deadline. Mac, didn't you find yeah. a stat that he was the only player who has ever played exactly 1,000 games for one franchise? Correct. Correct. Yep. Yeah, he played his 1,000th game. They beat Nashville. They immediately took him out of the lineup for the next games and traded him to the Florida Panthers. And that was it. I mean, we all knew it was happening. It also, it took longer than I than I think people thought it might, um, which has probably con- contributed to the 33 uh, trades that were on hold at the deadline. <laughs> it was definitely the first domino that had to like fall before other movements were made. So Yeah, I think everybody was waiting on that trade before they wanted to do theirs because they wanted to see how that would fall out. Exactly. Giroux really wanted to go to the Panthers, and, and that's what happened. And they got a ginger in return for him, which is the Flyers brand. Owen Tippett is very is ginger. ginger. Did you see the Flyers made a TikTok about that? Where it was just like... What's your favorite hair color? And then and it was like, like, ginger, ginger. Uh, uh, are there other hair colors? Oh my god. It was funny. They have some others. At least they, at like, least they uh, yeah. recognize it, I mm-hmm. guess. They know. I don't know. The, the NHL social medias have been a little too aware lately, for my liking. <laughs> No, but it's so much better than last year. I like it. That is true. That's there's been better. It's it has been more consistent and and more enjoyable than last. Something season. I've been enjoying is uh, the flames doing the puns. Oh my god, I've really enjoyed those. Those jokes have been really funny. Honestly, they're terrible. They're so I love bad. Them so good. much. I I'm I'm scared they're gonna run out, but I hope I don't think they will for a while. Hopefully, nah. they've clearly got somebody on their social they team has like a book the of <laughs> puns. Speaking of puns, we also have the flurry trade to the wild. And uh, when they traded him, the I believe they they made a wildflower pun of some kind. That kind of surprised me, honestly. He had just gotten new pads. Yeah, I wasn't I expecting was, that one, actually. I wasn't expecting him to go, yeah. I wasn't sure, because like, on the one hand, he was like, I like Chicago, I don't, I'm not sure I want to move, and I'm only moving if, like, I, you know, he wants wanted to have some say in it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like all all the feedback about Kyle Davidson, the new Blackhawks GM, has been really yeah. good about this. Like, he really involved him in the trade. Um, like, really discussed it with him. Like, what do you want? That must be nice after the Vegas situation. That must be nice after the Vegas situation. Yeah, exactly. Even uh, flowers. <laughs> now I'm agent- thinking of Kyle versus Kyle. Yeah, no, that's also oh, on my boy. list. Oh boy! Oh boy! Because, like, everyone was really positive about uh, Kyle Davidson. Uh, it related to the Marc-Andre Fleury trade to the Wild. Um, it was just all, like, well done. Uh, there was a little bit of a scary moment where Flower tried to stop a puck without his glove the game before that happened. Mm. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> Bro. Play should have been Yikes. blown dead. 
just gonna cool. say it. Um, his new teammates are are thrilled to have uh, Mark Andre Fleury. Like, there, there's a tweet from Kevin. Please like, let me from- read the quote from Kevin Fiala. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't think I slept a minute because I couldn't wait to see Flower in the locker room. It's wow. like the night before Christmas. I love that so much. <laughs> yeah, he's my favorite goalie of all time. That's what he said. I mean, he's I fantastic. Mean, this photo of this tweet, he is cheesing so hard. It's so cute. Everyone on the on the Hawks was talking about how great he was and how much they'll miss him. Duh. And yeah, like I said, uh, Kyle Davidson handled that really well. Except there was also this thing with Kyle Dubas that wasn't. Watch this space, baby. Kyle versus Kyle. Brewing feud between the NHL's youngest, two youngest GMs, Kyle Dubas and Kyle Davidson. Yeah, a little bit of context. Uh, there were negotiations to possibly send Flower to Toronto. Um, Kyle Dubas said he didn't leak that. It did end up on Twitter and he blamed Kyle Davidson for it. Yeah. And we've been making the Kyles are fighting mm-hmm. jokes ever since then. But because it's so watch good. this space. Because it's exactly the kind of dumb fucking narrative yes. that we love. This is so. exactly what the league needs. Majorly. <laughs> no, it's true. They it's need exactly they need dumb drama need. that isn't like yeah actual actual harmful shit yeah like actual like racism yeah. or homophobia related stuff we yeah. just need like really yeah. petty stupid shit like like this yes. is reality TV this is what I want I'm still mad we didn't get like Hotel X reality show in the bubble correct yeah <laughs> I mean there were so many division rivals in that hotel together I was like I just wanted like I just kind of wanted you know like. Sidney Crosby to like press the button for the elevator door and like Claude Giroux and Kevin Hayes are like standing in the elevator going like nope <laughs> and closing the door on him. It was the <laughs> Bruins, the Lightning, the Capitals, the Flyers, and the Penguins yep. all in the same hotel. No wonder the Capitals went out in the first round; they were too busy partying. Speaking of heartbreaking narratives, <laughs> I'm having my private moment of um, devastation that Brandon Hagel was treated. Even though the return for him was better than the return for Claude Giroux. That was seriously, they got, they got multiple first round picks and two prospects, uh, Boris Kachuk and Taylor Radish, who got traded to the Hawks together. And that is actually the narrative here because they've been teammates forever. Aww. They've been together got forever. There's some Super Buddies action going on here. Like, this was my, oh my God, there's still teammates. Wasn't one of teammates. them um, um, on the Erie Otters with Connor McDavid and Dylan Strom? Uh, Radish, um, Taylor Radish was on the, uh, on the Erie Otters with, uh, with, um, uh, the Brinkett yeah. and Strom. And no, cause I think there, I know there's two Radishes, like there's a brother, but I couldn't remember which one. This is Taylor Radish. The fun narrative about Radish and Kachuka is that they, um, like they've been together forever. So this is like super buddy shit. They, they played on the same lacrosse team growing up. Won World Juniors together in 2018. No, but they started as 10-year-old teammates on an all-star lacrosse team. I know, right? Followed each other to the OHL team. They went to the same college, too. They were drafted in the second round in 2016 together, 14 picks apart. Aw. They scored their first NHL goals on back-to-back nights. Aw. It's just... And now they got traded to the Hawks together. That's sweet. OMG. They were still teammates. OMG, they were still teammates. That's funny. I love that. I like, it takes away some of the devastation I feel over no longer seeing Brandon Hagel on the Hawks because I did That's love cute. him very I much. I like that.
But speaking of people who aren't teammates, we have the Kraken deconstructing their entire team. <laughs> yeah, we didn't like the guys weird, we picked We're just going to do it again. Year. We demanded do-over. That was fucking weird. That was so weird. They traded away their captain, Mark Giordano, to Toronto. They have so many picks, too. They have like a gazillion picks, so they never traded any picks they, they either. Have, they ha- at, at one point, they had more picks than players, players under yep. contract. Yeah, what the fuck? They did get my my Dutch boy, Daniel Sprong, who's promptly scored in both his games he played for the Kraken. Much like I suspected he would. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Thank you, GM Mac. You're welcome. He, he needed to go be free and... <laughs> Live his life. Find us a team with a little more space on the on the top six. Yeah. Like Tyson Jost? I'm okay. Oh. Don't... Oh, yeah, Tyson Jost was also kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I was very prepared to be devastated about trading Tyson Jost in Minnesota Wild. And then I just wasn't because I was like, oh, I think this might like he, he's going to be very sad like to not be with this team because he loves these guys. But I feel like there's more of an opportunity for him in Minnesota because. Yeah, no, it's more of the role he wants to play, which I think so it's good for him. And it's yeah. not like the Wild is a bad team. He seems to be happy there. But no. I, I am sad for him and JT Comfer because I liked their friendship. Is it his girlfriend that plays for the Whitecaps? I can't remember. One of the no Nico Sturm. Nico. Um, so Nico Sturm, the right, guy who got right, traded right, right, right. to the Abs from Minnesota Wild, his girlfriend, his girlfriend plays for the Minnesota yes, Whitecaps, which is why the Whitecaps are still tweeting about. They they just tweeted. I think it was like, oh, this is a main piece and side piece game because it was. That's good. Yeah, the Abs coming tonight. To the Abs are playing the Wild <gasps> tonight as we record this uh, Sunday, March twenty seventh. But we have two boyfriend girlfriend things to get to that I want to talk about. For, for social media. Oh, really? The first is somebody tweeted, Hannah, if your boyfriend is... Oh, uh, oh my God. Is that the Blues game in row 331 or whatever? He's bragging about banging your sister. And then somebody did quote tweet it who was a Hannah. And they were like, oh, thanks. I've dumped him now. And then everybody was like, what? Oh, my God. Your sister? And she was like, yeah, she sucks. <laughs> the power of Twitter, people. I was like, man, I feel like the sister would be a bigger yeah. bitch. Right yeah. Um, and then we have, uh, the boyfriend wanted to see Brady Kachuk. The girlfriend wanted to see Matthew Kachuk. So here they are to see Matthew Kachuk. Oh, yeah. That was cute. It was so funny. Um, and then we also have Kevin Fiala being un- unable to remember his own girlfriend's age. Uh, mm. He rounded he down. down. I feel like that's, yeah. that's the important that's part. Like, it was a story on, on her Instagram. It's like, oh, babe, you know, I'm actually, like, he had a birthday cake. It was like, happy 26th birthday. And her comment was like, babe, you know, I'm actually turning 27, yeah. right? Oh, right. I remember that now. That was fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. An attempt was made. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he tried. Speaking of we- attempting weird stuff, uh, Jack Campbell walks his cat. That's not that weird. And that cat seems like... It, it was weird to me seeing like this cat like walks like a dog though it's not like when we walk the cat like we she just like sits in the backyard and like licks grass you know yeah. mm-hmm. and like just wants to be in the sun the jack campbell's cat like walks like a dog like is walking down the sidewalk sniffing yeah. things and... okay yeah that's kind of weird most cats i know are yeah, just like no. i'm going wherever i want but <laughs> no, the no. leech is to prevent them from like no no this you open this video oh no it's it's there's cats walking like a dog it's it's crazy and then uh, the other thing that I thought was just, like, really strange, even stranger than a cat walking like a dog, is the fact that Rod the Bod Brindamore drinks hot tea. I mean, would you call him hot, Mac? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Hot man drinking hot, man hot drinking tea. Hot man drinking hot tea, but, like, and, uh, you know, it's cold in the rink, so, like, I get drinking a hot drink, but, like, not coffee, hot tea. It's just, it's, it's a choice. 
I have I have zero problems with this. I have no problems with it. I just was surprised. He just doesn't strike me as the type, you know. You know what? What I actually thought was the the most hilarious part of of that whole um, Rod the Bot uh, thing is that that we found out about this <laughs> because uh, Sarah Sivian had an interview. A chat with Vincent. Trocek I love Sarasivian. Like, what is one thing the outside world doesn't know about Rod Brindamore? Uh, that's a great interview question. She's awesome, honestly. Yeah. And to ask the follow up because the follow up is the best. More, more, more people should ask oh, stuff like yes. this. Like, that's fantastic. Yeah, really. I I want crazy habits Please. for like NHL players and and coaches and. Yeah. No, this is the kind of content that I want to see in this world. Mac just wants to see more Rod the Bot content. I mean, yes, but. Also, just ask about their drink choices and then ask a follow-up question. <laughs> like, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I want to know. I can look at their stats whenever I want, but I can't find that out. Yeah, that's a mood. <laughs> that is I, I want them, you know how Boilers have been doing the puck personality video where it's like uh, this or that? Mm. Or just like, I want just like random knowledge, but also I just like watch those videos to see Leon Dreisat look really proud of himself for some of his answers. Oh <laughs> so. my god. That was adorable. You know, I know right. He make he makes lame jokes and then he's like, "Thank you." And he looks so smug. I love it. He's so smug. The oh, that was cute. Yeah, it looks like my dog when he manages to uh steal something from us when we're not looking. Yeah. Absolutely. Connor admitting that he's the one worst one at sewer ball. I loved that. It's like, "Oh, I guess people probably said me." <laughs> yeah. And then you didn't they like immediately cut to yeah, Leon saying they Connor? Did. It was like, well done. Yes, yes, that was so good. Uh, love that shit. P- pretty good player, Connor McDavid. Yeah, he's pretty good. Pretty good. He's pretty good. All right, what are we looking forward to? Games coming up in the future. I mean, the first game I'm really looking forward to coming up is Abs versus Flames again. Faves matchup. You know, well, not like Battle of Alberta <laughs> crazy, but usually like some really good hockey. This is some like playoffs. Usually a little this bit more defense. This like, could be a Stanley Cup final. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah, I th- no, because they're both Stanley Cup finals. Oh, wait, they're both in the West. It could be the Western Conference final. final and- test. Yeah, I was about to say, wait a minute, no. I would um, like it. I'm looking to forward not, to but... Kings versus Flames on March 31st, which will be the reprise of Chuck versus Doughty. I feel like we're getting like a couple of those. I think I, that was a matchup I actually saw a couple times. Is that does that make sense? Yeah, they're playing. Um, so the 31st is uh, at home oh. for the Flames. They're playing the Kings, and then on oh, April I didn't 4th, realize that. I didn't look that far ahead. They're going to. LA. Yeah, no, I look two weeks ahead because, yeah. you know, like, we're recording in another two weeks, I assume. So they're playing them, like, twice in, in like, a week. So yes. that's really some time. Doughty's, is Doughty still out? Because I think he's still I out. I thought he was back. And I hate I thought he, it. Because... There was, wasn't there with that... Is he back? Thousandth game ceremony? That was... No, that okay, was, that was a while ago. He went out? Okay, was... I thought it was after for some reason. I think so. I'm just, I'm just, honestly, all I want is more ridiculous nemesis bullshit unfortunately i don't pay any attention to the kings except for uh sometimes the fashion like <laughs> yeah they, they have some good dressers True. i would like to see a king's uh knights game where they both wear their shiny helmets i need chrome dome on c-3po helmet action yeah no but quentin byfield like if you look up sarah sibian's uh article on like the looks of the week uh, quentin byfield's floral suit that was a really good look oh so good. So good. 
Sadly, I think Dowdy isn't playing, though. Oh, oh that's... He wasn't playing their last game, but yeah, the looks... I'm convinced that her style rankings article is, like, getting the dudes to step up their game, yeah. too. Yeah, you know? no, I'm enjoying it. So, I'm I'm pro, and, yeah. you know, has influenced some team teams to post more of that content. Oh, speaking of fashion, though, did sorry, this is... I'm going away from something. Did you see that there was a Canucks prospect who got called up, and uh, he was with the Canucks, like, AHL team, and they have a business casual dress code, but the actual, like, NHL oh. Canucks have a formal dress code, and so he got called up when they were on a road trip, so he didn't have a suit and shoes, ah! so, but he showed up to the game in suit and shoes, and we don't know where he got them, so presumably he borrowed them from someone, but we don't know who? Intrigue. Wasn't there also a wasn't that also a thing with like Jamie Dreisel and Trevor Zegers last year where like Yeah, they were sharing suits, I think. Yeah. <laughs> or he might have had the suit, oh but God, I remember there was something about those shoes he wouldn't have had. Yeah. They're matching pins at their like anniversary game together. <sighs> How far they've come from like the Will Juniors nemesis. Oh yeah, they never. I know they ended up in the box together. They ended together. up in the box together, I was about to say Zegers that. defending oh. Jamie. Oh yes. my god, that killed me. That killed me. Oh. That got to me. And then they got ejected together, didn't they? Did they get ejected? Yeah. Yeah. They got ejected at the end of the game as well. I missed that. Oh my god. Yeah. I'll send it to you later. That's that's teammate shit. Oh, that's for that. Yeah. I, I am now looking forward to whatever game they have next. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I'm, I'm hype. Um, no, but also another game I'm really looking forward to. Actually, two games, because <laughs> suddenly all these teams are playing each other twice in a week. We have what I'd like to call the Battle of Coal Harbor. <laughs> the Pens and the Avalanche are meeting twice the in the next Battle week, April Harbor. 2nd and April, well, the next couple of weeks, April 2nd and April 5th. Um, there will be a bunch of narratives surrounding that, I'm sure. Oh boy. We call it the Battle of Coal Harbor because, um, for people who don't know this, Nathan McKinnon and Sidney Crosby are from Both Coal from Harbor. And um, yeah. and there's a lot of story there for those idiots, but I kind of can't wait to see that how that shakes out over the next couple of weeks in those games. That will be an interesting matchup for playoff thoughts as well, now that we're coming down the stretch. I don't think... Um, quick, quick... A side thing. I don't think the, that's going to actually happen in the playoffs. Because I don't think the Pens are going to make it all the way to the Stanley Cup Finals, but correct me if I'm wrong. No, but I think I think Mac is saying it's a good indicator of if the Avalanche are playoff of ready. Of who's... Exactly. Who's playoff ready and who's, yeah. who's not. Like, they're going to be playing, as they say, playoff hockey. Yeah, so... The Avs have, have had a bunch of those games. Like yeah, the, the, against more. the Flames and again against... It's that time of year. Speaking of... Uh, caps and pens on April 9th. Whew. Whew. Rivalries. Rivalries. Uh, I actually, fuck, I'm not going to be able to watch that game because I will be at uh, the Flyers-Ducks game oh. with Jess that day. With Jess, our intern. With our, with our intern. And that should be good. So that'll be fun. But you are missing out on the, on the rivalry, yeah. I will put on full notifications for that game in my pocket. Um, that is so good. But I'm deliriously excited to get to watch Trevor Zegers in person. Like that still is like sinking in that that's gonna happen. Oh, and I've wanted to. I've always yeah. wanted to go to a game in uh, in the Farg, so that'll be fun. I know it won't be under the best circumstances for the Flyers, but whatever, it'll be low key. So yeah, but who knows what Trevor Zegers will do? Yep. So that's I'm. There's yes. always that. I'm looking forward to weirding out people by probably wearing a Flyers jersey and screaming every screaming like a fucking Beatles fangirl every time Trevor Trevor Zegers steps on the ice um so love that for you yeah 
This is this is why we're all polytumorous, yes. guys. No, literally, my phone right now. I have my background is the Trevor Zegers like dude face. Oh, that's I have good. My little like a shiny like Jack Hughes sticker in the back. And I, have my I, little, I love I have that. This, like caps phone holder thing. I'm full. I wear my polytumory on my sleeve. All I've got is Matthew Kachuk with a little halo on his head. This isn't actually like a game I'm super excited for myself, but mostly for like seeing what happens. On April 9th, the Leafs play the Canadians again. Even though the Canadians are already mathematically eliminated. Yeah, they are the first team to get eliminated uh, from playoff Sorry. contention. Um, and last, we, we talked about this game already. Like, the, the Leafs outshot the Canadians, like, 51 to 18, and still, you know, still the Canadians won. Um, those things tend to happen on Steve, uh, watch a game with Steve Dangle uh, streams. Bet the over. Bet the over. So uh, we are already betting the over for April 9th when, again, on a watch a game with Steve Dangle <laughs> stream, the Leafs and the Canadians are going to face each other again should be good bet the over everyone <laughs> we're, we're in it we're we're coming in on the the final stretch by the time we record our next episode it'll be like the final couple weeks of the regular season crazy oh, that's weird we'll know a whole lot more about who's in the playoffs and who's not yeah so the east is pretty much decided it's just a matter of who's where Please get out of the wild card spot please get out of the wild card spot please get out of the wild card spot <laughs> and then the west is a wild land it's, it's just like I, I said wild, and I was like, wild counter thing. But the West is, is yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty, like, the abs yeah, are the in. Yeah, the flames are pretty, pretty much, much a lock. Um, um, flames. Yeah. Yeah. And then everything else is yep. to be determined. I'm hoping the Vegas Golden Knights get, get in, mostly because I want Jack Eichel in the playoffs. And the Oilers. For the very first time. Mm. Hmm? And the Oilers. You better get on the Flames bandwagon and ride it hard. <laughs> <laughs> that's your, that's your, uh, that's your key to victory i think there are you talking to me yes Flames looking good. well n- not until the oilers i know are not in it anymore and uh, she, she still will not be able to talk no, about it no with mama puff not. that will not be out loud mama puff is oilers mm-hmm. or death okay well thanks for listening to oh my god they were teammates that's our segment for these last couple of weeks oh my god they were teammates check you next time hope you enjoy these games that we're looking forward to that might have already happened and uh, we'll we'll uh, record our next uh, episode somewhere, like around April tenth ish. What is that next weekend? Something like that in two weeks. Something like that. We'll see. We'll see. Approximately. Who knows what will have happened by mm-hmm. then? Who knows? Narratives will develop. They they do tend to do that. That's mm-hmm. what we love about them. And we'll talk about them next time on. Oh my God, they were teammates. Oh my God, they were teammates.